<laughs> There's nothing wrong with also showing how big the actual arc is, though. Hey, you started. Oh, nice. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode Hello. of the Greater Man Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew, alongside my two co-hosts, Nathan. I'm Nathan. And Josh. And I'm Josh. And today, we are very excited to bring you a very, very awesome episode we will be covering... It's a special Thanksgiving episode. Listen, this episode is so good, we did it twice. We recorded it, edited it, and then we're like, screw it, we'll do it again, because we just felt like there's a lot of missing information that we did the first time that we want to freaking get into and get deeper with it. We wanna, yeah, we, 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 we tried this once, but then we realized there's so much information that we just glossed over and didn't touch on. I figured that while we're going along this journey of telling the story of the Bible, why skip over some of the most interesting things and different theories that we you know could possibly talk about? Um, yeah. Last week or last episode, we talked about... The founding of America. It? The founding fathers. <laughs> the founding fathers and the, the the murder of brothers. The the aftermath of the murder. The cries of, of parents. The children of Adam and Seth's line. Seth replacing both Cain and Abel as uh, the main line from Adam and the continuation of the genealogies of Cain. Um, kind of what we want to cover is we want to kind of continue on that path, really discover and, and talk about what the world was like entering into this major super well-known story of Noah and his ark and the flood um even if you don't read the bible even if you don't everybody's uh, heard church, of the story dude, who built the ark the arky ark Noah Noah built the ark I mean I think people know the story of Noah and the ark more than they know the story of Jesus I mean, probably, actually. That, and I think the other only one that could compare is probably David and Goliath, or some of like the biggest stories known. Well, just yeah, David and Goliath. Actually, a lot of people don't even know the story of really Adam and Eve. Noah, I think, is one of the bigger ones, yes. Yeah, one, it could, because Noah's not just be, well I mean, in the world, there are so many different civilizations that have a flood mythos or some type of like the whole world was completely destroyed by a giant flood and it's engraved into all these different types of societies and uh but before we get too much into that this week we want to focus on the antediluvian period hey, can, can we can we uh nathan can we, hates when i use that word antediluvian antediluvian is the word used for to 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 should we do that to talk about what the pre-flood world uh, Stop was. using that word. That's a trigger word for Nathan. <laughs> so he, should we? Should we generally get hey antediluvian, antediluvian, <laughs> antediluvian? Should yeah, we? Say, uh, I'm sorry, guys. Dude. I'm sorry. I want to talk about something even more important. I'm sorry. Podcast should bullying. Should we shout out the email guy again? Or no? Are you talking about Sammy? No, no, no. no. S Adam. We oh, can't S- say his name. S Adam. But now people know that his first name is Sam. No, they don't. <laughs> It could be Eska stand for anything. You say it stands for it like Shmuel. it could stand for Sam. I like Shmuel. I mean Shmuel. <laughs> yeah. The, All right. Read his read his thing. I don't have access to that. Well, I'm gonna I wanna shout him out. He sent us another email. It says another- Blessed be you guys once more. Hallelujah. <laughs> and blessed be you with many blessings. Josh, specifically, he shouted you out, Josh. Wow, I got blessed. With many blessings, Josh. The fall wow. of man, and this is covering a base, another episode, uh, previous episode we did. The fall of man is very, very deep and I feel like uh, can be talked about forever. 
one, one interesting thing. thing I thought about was after man ate the fruit, how did humankind age before our lifespan was shortened? Like, were there babies or were they babies for a long time or stayed middle aged for a long time? I thought about this, and the more I do, the more confused I get. The more confused he gets. Oh, waiting for that merch, though. I'm your guys' biggest fan, S. Adam. Thank, Thank you, you for, for the that. email. Thank you so much. We love you. I got a couple calls and a couple texts for some personal friends and family members as well. Same here. What we'll probably end up doing is we'll collect a lot of these questions that come up, and we might do some uh, side uh, Q and A. Can we answer the question? <laughs> what is no, wrong with here's the thing: the if you don't talking email about us, how popular you are. If you don't email us, you won't be able to get a shout out. So, if you want, we need a paper trail. All right, so we need a paper trail. Okay, so what's the answer to the question? Do we age? No, Adam and Eve didn't start off. I think Josh touched on this in the episode. It wasn't like Adam was there, made as oh. a middle-aged man, and then Eve was born as a baby that grew up, or they grew up as babies together. I think man he, was fully formed in God's image. He was, and he was immediately born into whatever the perfect. I would assume the perfect age or whatever the likeliness without belly buttons. Without belly buttons, I think that. Because you have to think about aging and death didn't exist in the garden until they sinned and it became a part of or tainted them physically. So they would have been whatever is the perfect form of them. And then once they sin entered, then they would have started aging from that point. And then reproduction, we know from the Bible, didn't happen until after they got out of the Garden of Eden. So okay. I would well, it's safe to assume Cain was the first baby with a belly button coming out. I agree. I agree. And, I, I agree that that. Adam, when God made Adam, he was a he was a human, normal. Uh, I think that he made him at, at the prime what he what, what God would thought that people should be and should look like at their prime. I think that's where he probably was. Yeah, physically he was probably yeah he was probably at thirty somewhere around the there. Physical prime. I'm physical. in the physical prime of my life right now, and I'm that's your physical prime. <laughs> Um, Yikes. Uh, even after listen, this is wild. Even after listen, for some reason I went on a whole. Uh, uh, the 90 minutes to heaven and 90 minutes to hell or 21 minutes to heaven, something like that. I, I was listening to that guy's uh, podcast and uh, got his name. There's a guy that went to heaven and hell? Two separate things. Two separate, no, because one, one guy went to heaven. He died in a, he died in a, some type of car crash, went to heaven. He was a believer. Um, and the other guy went to hell. And both of them were, they both said that when they were there, they were, even the people that came and visited them and stuff like that, the guy in heaven, they were all like how they should look. So people that he knew that were missing teeth, they had their teeth. People that like everybody was completely so healthy. People that were born with the physically, whenever they're, he says that when he sees them, they saw them like in whatever they're supposed to look like. Or anything. Yeah, uh, uh, whatever. However, God intended that person to look like at their prime. Well, we know the Bible tells us that we'll have new glorified bodies. How uh, many people do you know with missing teeth? <laughs> to actually, say that. Our, well, my everybody, I, I my grandpa, 30, my grandpa, thirty-seven people teeth. I know with only two teeth all had teeth. I, <laughs> That's uh, weird. The majority of old people don't have a lot of their teeth. So. Can you really, I mean, the dental technology today. Guys, we're, we're not going Actually, to... we could print 3D oh my gosh. teeth. Yeah, that is a thing. So, yes, Samuel, in short, we believe that in the garden, they were fully formed humans in, the, in a perfect form of age. They were adults, to be clear. Yeah. And then uh, babies didn't appear until reproduction appeared with Cain being the first one born from Eve, the mother 
of all living things. So, and Samuel on that merch, uh, we're gonna have a bunch of uh, refrigerator uh, <laughs> magnets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Stay tuned for that. Magnets seat. sold separate. <laughs> refrigerator <laughs> magnets. It's just um, non-magnetized refrigerator <laughs> accessories. Pen holders, not not the pens, just the pen holder. Um, yeah, we're gonna have uh, dry erasers that steering uses. wheel, <laughs> steering wheel glitters. Actually, don't do that. The don't glitter. do that. Shout apparently, I, apparently, I heard that if you bedazzle your uh, your steering wheel and you get in a car accident when the when when their airbag deploys from the steering wheel, all those little bedazzles it's shoot into your head. It'll it's kill you. Terrible for you. It will kill you. So don't don't I think, bedazzle. I think we should make. Mouse pads would be the best. <laughs> Shout out to no, no, mouse pads is great. No, uh, I, I let, just want the right clicker of the mouse. Let's okay, get, let's get, let's into, get it. into the wickedness and judgment of man. So yes, Woo! we're gonna go into it uh, again. <laughs> this is the the Sandaluvian period, <laughs> the Antediluvian period. We 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 pick back up after the uh, world that we know after the lines of both Seth. Um, and the lines of Cain. Cain, remember that the he, lions. The li- <laughs> he ain't lying. Um, remember that Cain's offspring. They started founding cities um, and societies. And then you have the sons of Seth and the sons of Adam calling upon the name of the Lord. Um, and we're gonna pick back up with chapter six. We're gonna read the first eight verses. Nathan, if you could take us away. First eight verses of chapter six. Mm-hmm. Genesis chapter six. Now it came to pass, when man began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be one hundred and twenty years. There were giants on earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them, those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent and thought of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man. Whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air. For I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Oof. Yeah. Well, Plosh, that's probably that's that's probably one of the craziest sections and mysterious sections of the Bible, right there. Yeah, some of the most heavily debated things pop up right there. It's very. Interesting. I mean, everything that happens up in the Bible up until this point in the story is very grand and epic. Um, you have, I mean, the creation of everything. Yeah. You have the Garden of Eden. You have snakes talking. You have, um, you The know. creation of everything kind of makes sense, though, because yeah. we know that everything was created. But exactly. The, the, but then the you very have some, thing of what was on Earth and what yeah, was happening yeah. on Earth is honestly kind of more mysterious than the actual creation. Yeah, in but my you opinion. have all of a sudden dropped, you have... Uh, you know, sons of God laying with daughters of men or angels. <laughs> a lot of people believe are laying with men. You have giants thrown in there, uh, men who are of old, men of renown. Uh, you have God upset with the creation he made already. Um, it says that everybody was just wicked and wickedness was just every intent of their heart was wicked, which is, I mean, we like to think 
that everybody has a little bit of good in them. You know, like it's like everybody's like people, you know, do bad things, but most people are good, right? Well, what the Bible tells us that during this time that everybody was just straight up evil. Like every attention that they did from the bottom of their heart was just towards wickedness. Um, and I want to look at a couple things. I have a question about this world. I have a question for both of you before you begin with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, it probably you were going to go into it anyway, but I feel like I'm the question asker here. <laughs> sure. Go ahead. The sons of God saw the daughters of men. Who were the daughters? I'm just playing. <laughs> Who were the sons of God? <laughs> Who were the sons of God? So. Josh, if you want to take, I, th- I think that you looked into this a little bit more. Um, there's a couple different ideas of what that could possibly mean. Sons of God could be, um, well, uh, the children of Adam and Eve. You got Seth and uh, Cain. So those could be the sons of God. It could be kings of that time. Um, just very, very important people of the earth. Like men of renown? Yeah. The kings? Uh, or it could be angels. Yeah, angels. The most uh, the most widely like kind of discussed and and based on other other things written. A lot of people believe that sons of God, um, based on other references in the Bible, were referring to angels. We have angels, and the reason we believe there's some type of supernatural essence behind it is because of what comes afterwards. You have the sons of God taking women and and sleeping with them, take them as wives, and and their offspring. It says. Um, let's see Job one, six. There, were there were giants on the earth And afterwards When the sons of God came into the daughters of men They bore children to them Those were mighty men who were of old And men of renown There's a distinction there Well no. the, the reason why The reason why, I'm, why I kind of go And lean more towards the, the angel route is I mean okay Job 1 6 it says Now there were now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan mm-hmm. came among them. Yeah, so you're talking about heavenly hosts coming in the assembly of God. By so the way, if, Job yeah. is a future book of the Bible. <laughs> wow. For those who don't know, yeah, Job is another story we'll get into very soon. But it's it's in the same time period. Yeah, so that's one thing. We're, we're, it we're, might be two episodes away, actually. <laughs> wink, wink. And, uh, yeah, well, so I kind of... I kind of want to read the rest of that from Yeah, Job. read it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Read Job. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to read it all over again. So now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and walking back and forth on it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and shuns evil? All right, I'm done there. No, you're just going to keep reading. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, it was just. So that was, no, that's a preview of two episodes from that. That is important because now we have the context uh, that you see that Satan is going back and forth. Yeah, he's on earth at this time, and there's an assembly of hosts called the Sons of God. It's a good reference to kind of show where we get this idea. The idea that that these sons of gods are angels. Well, there's also, if you look at... Sons of God, not uh, God. Pseudepigraphal texts or uh, apocryphal texts like the Book of Enoch. Books that are not part or Holy Spirit inspired scripture that's uh, that's not canonized scripture uh, but are used as historical religious text uh, there's of, books that aren't 
Yeah, there's the there there the books <laughs> that we have collected as part of the canonized scripture that we use, at least not the Ethiopian Bible, but most of the world, um, and the Catholic. They, what is that called? What? Nothing. You just keep calling. <laughs> you talking about the Bible or the other book? He's talking about the Book of Enoch. The apocryphal text. Apocryphal. Yeah. Apocryphitic. Apocryphitic. Okay, you're scaring him with all the big words. Okay, sorry. Uh, the Book of Enoch is a book again, uh, not con- not canonical scripture, but it is widely uh, read. And at the earlier days of the Bible, and people that would have studied would have known the book very well. Um, and it covers kind of this character that we passed last week as well. I mean, if you guys remember, Enoch was someone who walked with God. The and, guy that got taken up to heaven? And yeah, that didn't experience death. Now, this yeah. is kind of a, like a, a zoomed-in version uh, written about kind of what was going on in the world this time, a more in-depth look at this specific verse. Um, again, I want to preface before get preface. I want to preface before going into it. That preface. I want to preface that the book of Enoch is not part of the Bible, and you shouldn't read it over the Bible. I think that if you want to know the the, the truth, you want to you want to start with the Bible and, and gain a healthy understanding of gain the a healthy God. foundation before yeah, you before start you ever, building additions onto your house. I don't ever want to say that it's bad to read these type of things, but it could not be helpful, and it could distract from what it, what the purpose is. Remember that the story of the Bible is written towards us as God's children to understand what we need to understand God and his person. These yeah. other things, while interesting and in what we're going to talk about here, um, is not part of the Bible, but I want to talk about so we can kind of gain a view of what the world kind of looked like and what people thought the world looked like. A lot of the people that wrote the Bible or in the Bible, some people say that the book of Enoch is also referenced in the Bible itself to different things. These type of books, while they can have parts that are in alignment with Scripture— as a whole, they were decided to keep out because they were agreed that they were not uh, divinely inspired. So I just want to make that clear. And I want to point out, just before y'all start really diving into the weeds, just on how people were... This time period, people were very, very well aware of a supernatural presence. Yeah, we're talking they about just knew, a few generations They knew about... God. I mean, they pretty much... Some of them probably talked to somebody that was new Adam... <laughs> directly right so they knew about god they kind of knew about satan they knew about creation they knew about all this stuff and they were so wicked that they chose to be evil that's the great that's like the they fun. they literally it's not like today where it's like you're it's tough because we don't have you know a mountain or something where you see god's prey or you don't see angels running around they literally saw supernatural things, and they yet chose wickedness and to be evil. Yeah, I mean, it's it's different whenever. Yeah, they, it's it's different whenever you're like you don't know, and so you do kind of whatever you see is quote unquote right in your own eyes. Versus people that know and choose to be bad. That's like another level of wickedness. Um, and it's, it's, it's like, I could see God even being even more hurt. Like you have a choice to know I'm here yeah. and I'm giving you, you know, and you still choose to do whatever is self gratifying and wicked. Well, let's get more into Josh, the, uh, you know, the, the, the giants and stuff. So okay. yeah, well, we talk- first we're still with the sons of God. So we got, we got the angels. They, uh, I mean, other points of the Bible reference back to it basically looking like as if it is angels. And then we also have the other theory where 
uh, it could be the the sons of Cain, which is most likely Seth, right? And some have argued that the sons of God were the were the sons of Seth, who co who, who cohabited with the daughters of Cain. Others suggest that they were uh, perhaps human kings wanting to build um, harems like giant cities and stuff like that. But the passage puts strong emphasis on the angelic versus mm-hmm. uh, human contrast. Yeah. And, and I believe that, I mean, the children that were from this race, this, this uh, hybrid race of human angelic, they were also probably the ones that were in charge and ones that were ruling these nations. Like, oh, yeah. We're going to get into giants yeah. and you're going to see how freaking big these giants were because 3,000 L's. How big is that? What? Basically, that's, that's they what the book of Enoch says how big the giants three hundred cubits or something like that. So if you got to take three hundred cubits uh, times eighteen inches, which is a, a one cubit is about eighteen inches somewhere around there, you're talking about anywhere between well three hundred to four hundred fifty feet tall. Yeah. So so you got to understand yeah, giant. to kind of understand a little bit more of a background. I know we touched upon the book of Enoch. Just to give a quick. I'm just going to kind of go into a little bit. The book of Enoch talks, the first book of Enoch, because there's three of them, uh, talks about uh, these angelic beings known as the Watchers. And it talks about, you know, in, in the, the sixth chapter, it's 200 Watchers descended upon Mount Hermon. Mount Hermon's a kind of a, a mount that's important to the Bible and will pull up into other places. And they kind of make a pact together because the lead one of them, named Shemyaza, he didn't want to be solely responsible for this knowing sin that they were going to commit of taking women and, and, and kind of laying with them and just disobeying God and kind of living to their own vices. Um, and it says that it pretty much goes more into depth about how they pretty much came together and they cursed, they made a pact, they cursed that mountainside and they decided to do this thing all together um, on that mountain. I and then it. it talks more in depth that their children were giants and known as Nephilim. Yes. And that they pretty much were devourers of everything. They, they, when the sons of men, it says, could no longer sustain them, that they turned upon the children of men and ate their flesh and drank their blood. Yeah. Um, and just uh, many atrocities. So and you, that's you see, there's like a tainting and a corruption of the seed, quote unquote, or the line or the, 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 the genetics of humanity. And that's starting to spread throughout the world as well. And they teach all sorts of things like witchcraft and warfare, make makeup, mystical healings. Uh, that the, the first eight or ten, twelve chapters of the Book of Enoch will talk about all these types of things. Each one of those angels had a p- specific task yeah, that they, they taught. Yeah, like Azel teaches warfare. I'm not going to go into all the names of these. No, but angels the, and that. that it's basically showing that we were taught these certain things. Yeah, there's Bye. these like hidden knowledges that yeah. weren't supposed that didn't help humanity. It kind of led more like the darkening the eyes and makeup, which is make also which is also interesting. It's like even talking about makeup. It's like, why? What were they doing with makeup? Why do they have makeup in heaven? Did they? Is that what they were using? Well, yeah, like where did they learn these type of things? But exactly. they, they knew all ter- sorts of things like that. They would teach men. It kind of led to man's furthering corruption. So you don't just have this hybrid race of people that are ruling everything, but they're also eliminating mankind remember back when it said and then men began to call upon the name of the lord like yeah almost like a help um and then you have the book of Enoch turning into this portion where uh starting with chapter 10 where the archangels get involved and michael gabriel and a few other serial they all go to god's throne they say don't you see what's going on 
Um, and God actually sends the angel or the archangel Sariel to Noah to warn him to hide himself because he tells him, I'm going to create a flood. So it kind of shows yeah. this story we're going to get to um, and says to preserve his seed. That's very, very interesting the way they make it. And then they also send the archangels to imprison and destroy the giants. Now we kind of get into it. So um, one other thing that's really interesting about the book of Enoch, besides these other things that are alluded, that are touched upon, is you kind of have the origin, the explanation of the origin of evil spirits or demonic entities on the earth. Yes. Because you have, based upon the Bible, the daughter, sons of God blamed with the daughters of men, they have an origin of flesh, but they also have a divine origin. So they have a spirit and a body. And when that body dies, it says in the book of Enoch, at least, that their spirits leave, but because they're also flesh, that they're contained to the earth. They don't have a place in heaven, but there isn't a hell yet. There isn't a lake of fire yet where there's stone yet. There's imprisonment for some of the archangels, but these spirits, and like you read in Job, wander back and forth on the earth. And there's many points throughout the Bible that talk about these evil spirits kind of collecting. And, you know, there's a famous passage that says whenever I wouldn't they say leave, necessarily spirits yet. I wouldn't well, say spirits yet. Not yet. I'm saying eventually that this is kind of the origin. Yeah. The, 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 the giants that pass away the, from physically, their spirits will be separated and they're on the earth. That's kind of another thing. It, it talks upon that origin and how the earth is your dwelling. Because and, and, I think we've got to stop with the, with the concept that ange- angels and, and God and all these, they're only spirits. Because why do you think that there's the Trinity? I mean... Think about it. God, Jesus, and the Holy God Spirit. God is spirit. Right? Yeah, these are these are all spirit. That actually, when you no. if you actually read the passage in the book of again, I'm not using the book of Enoch as a basis for absolute truth, but if you take this idea, it, it delves into that idea as well. That because they were the, their fathers were spirit, but the the women were flesh. That's kind of where the mending the 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 hybrid happens, and that's why they don't have they're eternal because their their parent is spirit. And they took on the physical presence. That's not. That's not. No. I. No. You're wrong. You're wrong. Because okay. if Mary, if Mary was the first virgin, right, to ha- to give birth, then that would be a lie. Because then there's all these other virgins before, because all these spirits came in, right? You calling you calling the Bible no, a liar? The, what? What? No, Josh. I'm talking about the the angels. They came down in physical presence and yes, making, that's what. I, well, yeah. I thought you but were saying that their origin is spirit, and they have a spirit, and so they're true. Just like you have a body, a soul, and a spirit. Yeah, their children would have had a spirit and a body, and that that spirit I mean, when we this, die, it goes. This, to heaven. But I'm not talking about right, them well, again, Andrew. Okay. You, this theory you're talking about is in the Book of Enoch, though. It's not in the Bible, right? It's in the it's in, in the Bible it's, right it's here. Like, we're re- well, we're reading it. The no, sons no, no. of I'm God saying, came no, and had no, no, not that. I'm saying the theory of where I guess you're saying where the origins come, demonic, spir- yeah, demonic spirits come from. Yes, that's, that's but a theory are, that's in the Book of Enoch. So yes, that's not a biblical yeah, theory. So I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not using it as truth to so say I'm, uh, the Bible isn't true. Because like Josh is like arguing, a, you know, a biblical thing versus the Book of and Enoch. And that's an example of why you should be careful with this type of stuff. It's just one thing to kind of help understand how but people that, view the world. That's that's with saying that's with you saying that there's there's spirits and they came down from heaven as spirits. Yeah. Well, it says the sons of God. All it says is the sons of God lay with the daughters of men. If you read, I'm not, I'm not going to read the passages, but, the, but it literally specifies why they're, why they were spirits is because the angels were spirit. But I'm not going to get into it. It's fine. I'll show. No, I'll, no, I'll because up, it doesn't make any sense. It. It's chapter uh, 15 of the book of Enoch. If you want to read for yourself, whenever you want to break it down. But um, to okay. to digress, essentially that is the idea of sons of God laying into the daughters of men. Uh, one interesting thing that giants. <laughs> 
fee fi fo fum. Yeah, the one interesting thing is yeah. that giants weren't just before the flood. You think they were saying fee fi fo fum? Well, yeah, they had to get that from somewhere. Thumb, like you know, three five four thumb or three fee fi four fum. So like I spell three, the blood of an Englishman. I think they didn't know how to count correctly. They're counting down from five, <laughs> then they got to the thumb. <laughs> they started with three, five. Then four. Then if five. only Jack and the Giant Beanstalk There's was no a real. one. Or what if it was a real story? Fun. I'm sorry, man. Go, I'm, go, go back to your thing. <laughs> You're good. Um, the Giants lived in a. In an heaven, interesting thing basically. about Mount Hermon, though, is just one thing that popped up. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you mention Mount what? Yeah, because that's the mountain that the Watchers essentially came down on Earth and began. The sons of God began to come down, according to the Book of Enoch. Mount Hermon. Mount Hermon and Kerman? Hermon. It's a bib- it's even it's mentioned in the Bible. Mount Hermon it's, is a biblical place. Which, which mountain? Where is it mentioned in the Bible? Well, when you have in the New Testament, when Jesus and his disciples come to an area called Caesarea Philippi, um, that's where Jesus has the interaction, the conversation with Peter, where he asks, you know, who do say men say that I am? And then, um, you know, they say to some say you're. And then who do and then who do you say? Yeah, who do you that say? You're Mount. the Son of God. And he said, on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against them now that area of Caesarea philippi was at the base and a kind of a, a lightly populated area at the foot of the mount Hermon, which has three large peaks um in the i think it's the northern part of israel and it's actually like the border of all like the, the promised land and that area because of the stories and it's like known as like a cursed kind of area or known as the gates of hell and it's kind of like an allusion towards again this is not in the Bible where it says this. It's just some people, uh, if you read and study, it's kind of like he went right after this point in that conversation. It says they go up to a high mountain. Mount Hermon is believed to be one of the is the mountain that Jesus went up with his disciples and and the transfiguration took place. Now, other people believe that it could have been Mount Tabor. Um, as well, those are the two debated mountains where the transfiguration could have happened. Um, some people don't believe that it was Mount Tabor because at the time Mount Tabor would have been populated and surrounded with a with a wall. And it says in the Bible that it went up into a secluded area and they were alone. And then Jesus performed the transfiguration where his face shone like the sun and he began to speak to Moses and Elijah. And one interesting thing to think about is like. It's almost like Jesus' biggest flex is like showing that he is victorious over everything. Because if you look at an idea that we haven't touched on, but I want to bring out this problem that was on the earth before the flood that happened um, of the sons of God laying with the daughters of men, wickedness spreading throughout the world. It wasn't just, it, it, it was a wickedness in all of mankind's heart because you see what happened with Cain and their desire that were, their intent was towards evil, but there was also a tainting of the physical uh, seed of man to, through which God had a plan to bring about the son of God to be born into flesh so that if, when he dies, his blood will be a sacrifice and a ransom for our sins. Well, is there like levels to this? Oh dude, it goes deep. If you really try to go and I've fallen through some rabbit holes and it's really difficult, but it, it's so crazy when you think about it like that, because it's like Jesus standing there where that first started and transfigures and literally show, shows his glory showing that he is victorious over everything. And it, it goes even further than that. You know, what's on top of Mount Hermon today? No. Say a UN like observatory base. Like it, it, it's there's all these conspiracies. I don't know. This is wild. To me. It literally blows my mind when I think about stuff like that because it's like 
all these ideas with like aliens and, and, and secret societies and people that are in charge. When you think about like people behind the doors that rule and control all the things in this world. And it says in the Bible that in the end times that it will be like it was in the days of Noah. The sons of God, when they laid with the daughters of men, they're men, they weren't just giants, but they were men of renown. Uh, men of old, they were the people that were in charge. They were the people that were controlling the scene behind the scenes. Some people think that mountains were giants. What? That mountains, like actual mountains, used to be giants because giants were so big that when they died, it created a mountain. Yeah, I went off there a little bit and kind of lost my mind and <laughs> tried to compare. In Ireland, so, there are, I mean, some people think that some some of the mountains are just asleep. And then when the when basically when the giants will wake up when it's their the time, will, the mountains will come to life. I don't know about that just because it's like everything drowned and they were flesh and blood. How does a flesh and blood turn into a stone? That's what the concept that everything drowned. Well, I digress. Yeah, it's there's a lot of conspiracy behind it. A lot of interesting rabbit holes you can fall down into i think mountains were like rock that piles up over time nobody loses their mind when you in the tale of gilgamesh in the tale of gilgamesh the ageless come down and start sleeping women teaching them witchcraft and stuff like that listen and there's also a un building on top of it that didn't blow your mind at all like that just kind no, of that is wild but i was why, gonna say why, why in the tale of gilgamesh mind? basically first of all, first of all you know what? too much. I. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Do you know the story of Gilgamesh? The Epic of Gilgamesh. Yeah, it's one of the oldest uh, stories of all time. It's a. The Epic of Gilgamesh. He was an ancient king who was pretty much bigger, faster, stronger, and just yeah. And the famous ending oh, where he tries the to Epic of Gilgamesh. Him and the, what's his friend that he made that they gods made like a being that was a wild man. Well, basically, they Frank, chose his, Gilgamesh. His they came to him Frank. and they gave him they gave him like the designs to make the the ark and everything. And yeah, the flood narrative also falls into a lot of ancient um, mythologies all over the world. Yes, but in that tale, in that tale, he was on the path towards finding out how to be live eternal life. Those beings in that tale also. You, I mean, you got even the Sumerian tablets that talk about the flood, and they. In those stories, those beings on Earth, the like the evil ones or whatever, they get into their quote unquote rocket ship and they completely evade the flood and yeah, go above have, and wait and then come back down later. You have all these other megalithic structures and like you've watched Ancient Aliens, I'm sure you've seen it. I'm not the only crazy one. Where, I have. There's all no. these depictions of like weirdly shaped headed, uh, larger than them. These were like the leaders or the people that come down. Yeah, the big, the big shape, the big headed people. This isn't new. Like, this is super heads. viral at this point. Everybody knows like Grand Hancock what and all these ideas about. Dude, I've lost it. I don't know. We're just talking about no, so th those can't say, be fake. Pretty deep in the weeds now, dude. We're talking about the fact that on the Earth, there's a couple things we need to look at that the world was like at that time. The yeah. world was crazy. People lived much longer. They were like 700 to 900 years long. The face oh. of the Earth was covered with people. We think about just Cain and Abel. There's like two guys, Adam and Eve, and then we skip all the way to Noah. But understand that in this time period. The whole earth is now populated. It was There's not a just lot two going people. on. It was at least three. 
<laughs> I also believe people. that it was one landmass. It was it was Pangea. Pangea. Yeah, baby Pangea. It had to have been. It had to have Why been. Did you say baby? <laughs> because we have all these other different groups of people all over the earth. And That's they're primitive. Why. They don't even but, have a way to build giant ships, giant boats. So how do they get there? It had to have been what? What do you the, think? Well, everybody died when the flood happened. Nothing survived. So even if the earth broke apart, so what? Started, according to the Bible, according to the Bible. Died. Okay, back, so uh, okay, so it's what? An ancient no, Mayan guy got on a log and just went for yeah, a joyride and just ended land. up. An ice bridge from Russia to Alaska somehow formed on a cold winter, and they walked across and ended Ice up Age, I get it. The, the Ice Age People could have been a thing. There's a bunch of islands that lead to Australia. The Ice Age could have been a thing right after the flood. Everything's frozen because theoretically, here's the thing. Here's the, <laughs> the thing. was cold. You know how the earth heats up from the inside. So if it's covered with water, there's no way for – yes. Yeah. Look it up. Heat comes from the earth. That's how we get heat. Are you sure it doesn't have anything to do with? Sure, it doesn't have anything to do with the closest to the sun. The sun it? does hit. The sun does hit. But the way we actually get the heat is from the sun hitting the earth, coming back up, and then we feel the heat. When you're yeah, out yeah. on the ocean, it's freaking freezing out there. The sun's only hot because the earth <laughs> makes it hot. <laughs> we are the sun. <laughs> what? We are. <laughs> I think Andrew's just laughing because just, we are not scientists. The earth warms up. To the okay. Goes from the earth, I just oh god, Josh, we're 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 officially moving on. We've lost ourselves. The okay, well, I'm just saying that if the earth is covered with water, it's getting it's cold. cold. It's That's cold. Not how that works, but it's all right. Um, maybe he's right, dude. I'm gonna look into it. He probably is right. You're just sitting here laughing. Maybe I'm wrong. All I know is that with the Nathan, the world, look it up while we keep going. People look live up. long. The face was covered with a huge population of wickedness. Um, there was a tainted bloodline. That's why God wanted to preserve um, the seed of Adam. It says Noah was found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And in the next uh, part, we'll read that he was perfect in his generation. Yes. Or him and his family were like the last ones that were. Which doesn't say much because his generation was very corrupt. Yeah, so it doesn't mean that he was the been. greatest guy ever. But it's like it's the bar was pretty low for He's, Noah. He probably time. was a mediocre. Well, actually, the fact that he just built an ark because God told him to build That's, this I thing. Mean, he, he was obedient. <laughs> he was obedient. Hey, uh, all right, so I just looked up. I mean. A I lot. Swear, if you tell there's me a lot of the sun warms the earth up, Josh. Like, I get that it does, but Josh, the majority of our heat comes from the earth. Hey, listen, it's cold when we're out in the ocean. AI, the warmth comes <laughs> from the sun. I was I wrong mean, because I was just on a cruise and it was pretty warm out oh there. God, dude, I can't. I'm not. Oh, so I really try to prepare myself before these episodes. I'll say like, "All right, what is Josh going to say?" That, <laughs> and I never can't, like. What's it saying? You are the most. All right, what's the majority of the Earth's heat come from? Most of the Earth's internal heat is left over from when our planet formed. Well, what the energy of those violet collisions transformed into heat energy. Hmm. That's inside the Earth's crust, though. Yes, but if it you comes up. That it's covered with like magma in the core. Actually, ah, Josh might have a point. Have you even opened an article, no, or is I, you still I, on the face I, of no, Google? I'm reading it, dude. There are three main sources of heat in the deep Earth. One, heat from when the planet formed and the accreted, which is 
not yet been lost. Two, frictional heating caused by denser core materials sinking to the center of the planet. And three, heat from the decay of radioactive elements. I'm going to tell you this right now. The surface of the Earth, (laughs) most of the majority of the warmth comes from the sun. That's why whenever there are things like a volcanic eruption or an asteroid that puts a lot of ash soot into blocking the sun and it creates like this little covering, that's when we experience ice ages and things like that. That have been documented. No, the the main source of Earth's natural heat is the decay of naturally radioactive chemical elements that occur in small amounts in all rocks. I don't know. We need the sun. We do need the sun. That's what I'm saying. We're not scientists here. No, we're going to continue to the But Josh is correct once again. The Earth heats up the sun, and that's why there is a sun. Thank you for all of you that have listened up until this point. I understand when you tune out. I know this is a Bible podcast, by the way. <laughs> I, I just, um, I just, I, I keep coming out mildly correct. It's just ridiculous. So maybe, and just... I do have to apologize because, like, I remember a previous episode speaking of back to like the world before the flood and the reason for the flood. You mentioned the when you talked about the seed. Now I'm not going to say that it was fully right that. that a race of reptilians that lasted from the serpent was the reason that Jesus was murdered. Because that's not true. But there was a please, seed. Please stop. From stop. the serpent. No, all right, could let, be, let's, let's go. The serpent seed could be the fallen age, like they mixed with the dog. Right, and well, there was like well, wickedness on the earth that, you know, he crushed again, his head. Again, this is not in the, like, all this stuff is not really described in the Bible. Let's get back to what okay, the Bible Okay, so the world saw that there was wickedness, and e- either way, I want to talk a little bit. Nathan, what do you think it means that the Lord was sorry in his heart, or the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth? First of all, can I God ask, feel I ask the questions, one. And okay. two, um, can God feel regret? That's kind of what I want to talk about. Because, um, like, if he knows, why would he even bother making this in the first place? Huh. Well, let me answer that question with, with this question. What do you think on the matter? <laughs> oh, man, it's a, tough, it's a tough question. Obviously, when we look at when it says he was sorry um, that he had made, he knew what would happen when he began the, the time, like when he set start to the time and the domino effect of whatever humanity's story was. He knew the eventually coming, but when it is in that moment when he sees it, it's it still hurts. It's, it's like, you know, I, I heard, I think we talked about this last time. Because we Josh about described like when you have a child. When you have a child, yeah. You, you know that the child, even if you hear that the child did something wrong, seeing it hurts you even more. Yeah, or like you know that your child is going to do something wrong to yeah, upset you. But that doesn't mean you're not going to have the child if you want children. Yeah. Because of the joy that it brings you. Whenever it, when it loves you and the time you spend with it, it makes it, you know, you, you're willing to overlook that and forgive that, if you will. Um, and I think that to see, when we look at this passage, you see that the Lord was grieved in his heart. It's more of like it, it hurts that it turned out such a way and to see that what he made with a purpose for good turned wicked, whether it was just humanity because they were just all wicked or if it was, you know, 
you, I don't want to get, you know, more into weeds as much as we already have been with like <laughs> the sons of God and the arms of man, angels and hybrids. There was wickedness of all sorts. There was even, it says all flesh was corrupted, like in terms of animals. And if, you know. And I think my point earlier, the the biggest wickedness was the fact that they literally could physically see God. It, they knew. Not, not God. But God, but there wasn't could, this question of was there? Yeah, a God? there wasn't even a question, and they chose to disobey and live in. Wickedness. Well, they chose wicked, dude. Imagine you're just a regular human being. Probably back then, you're a little larger than what we are now. They found bones and stuff like that of uh, by the by Noah's Ark and stuff like that, where people were probably somewhere around 13, 14, 15 feet tall, big, big bones and stuff like that, but. You're looking around and you're seeing these giants, all right? Theoretically, let's just say that you're seeing maybe 300, 400 foot giants walking around. To you, they're maybe those are the people you're going to probably listen to. You don't want to get stomped and you don't want to get squandered by those guys, right? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, if if I was, I mean, I'm not going to say that if I was a person back then, I would be like, oh, I'm not following God because there's these giants and stuff like that. But to those people, those those giants, basically have become gods to them those giants those i mean whatever there's all types of different beings well they're bigger they were more powerful they were they were taught and the humanity at the time was also taught all sorts of like things that they weren't supposed to know and they were just even if they weren't taught these things that you don't everything else is all false and there wasn't that it was still everybody was selfishly after whatever they wanted themselves and it was just continually wickedness yeah, and it says yeah. all flesh. I mean, I will destroy. Verse seven says, "The Lord said, I will destroy man whom I've created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing, and birds of the air. I am for I'm sorry I made them." So it shows us not just humanity, but it's like all things He will wipe away because everything is corrupted, which is, makes you think, why? I mean, if it was just humanity, what did the creeping things and the birds have to do with it? All of everything. <laughs> I mean, that's why we got we got all types of crazy different types of animals and stuff like that. We got mammoths. We got saber toothed lions. I mean, tigers. Lions or tigers? Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Let's get into dinosaurs for a second. Oh no! All right, so we got dinosaurs. All right, Jurassic dinosaurs. Park. What? What? Awesome. All right, so dinosaurs. The word dinosaur was created wow. by a guy named Richard Owen. Uh, in 1841, and the fact the the thing that's funny is he comes up with the the word, and then a couple years later discovers the first dinosaur fossils. When? Well, he comes up. He he came up with the word eight uh, in he 1841. The, he created the word dinosaur. But what was the time again? It was a guy. No, but what, what year? 1841. 1841. That's so in 1841, some guys like, hey, there's something called dinosaurs. They used to be around. So you're saying that and then George he Washington had, would he, have never known that George dinosaurs? Washington did not know. So he, before no, that, we think he, that he people... to find the first dinosaur fossil. It's, right wide, it's widely accepted that before this guy came wait, out with the word dinosaurs, that wait. people just called them dragons. Like They, they, they referred to them as dragons. And so the word dinosaurs is a Greek word. It's two Greek words put together, basically. So we got... Um, uh, what? Dino? Dino, Dino, which means terrible, and then Saurus, which means lizard. So it basically means a terrible yeah, lizard. lizard. Yeah, they were reptiles. Terrible lizard. They were so you got lizards. I'm just so you got reptiles that are, but these ones were called 
terrible. So the fact is that they were just very bad serpents, very bad reptiles. <laughs> the concept in my so there's bad a lot that goes with this. So the concept that the dinosaurs were were stupid. <laughs> The concept of the dinosaurs were just idiotic be, uh, um, um, reptiles that were giant roaming the earth and stuff like that was, I think, is a, a complete conspiracy. What do you mean? That you they have that? that they were able to brainwash all of us into believing. Okay, what would brainwash into what? What do you mean, stupid lizards? I mean, okay, what happened? I'm I'm under the I'm under the conception that that Can these quote unquote dragons or whatever were part of the uh, were were maybe uh part of the fallen. Okay, so you're saying that dinosaurs were the fallen angels? Well, Josh, Josh it's referred to the impression. Satan <laughs> the devil. Conception. Satan the devil is referred to as a dragon and if that's all they were able to even it's imagine to the them as in the book of revelation and yeah, but if that's all they were able to imagine them as that's all the that's all they were able to say. So it's he these also was a serpent in the garden. Like a, a reptile. Yeah, a serpent, but he wasn't an, he wasn't like a serpent like how we think of. He had arms and he had legs. Not after he. Not after, not after, because God cursed him. <laughs> but probably before. So that's why I'm, I'm saying that it wasn't it wasn't necessarily because there's two different uh, uh, fallings from heaven. You got Satan and his group, and then you have the Watchers, right? Well, you what well, we were just according talking to, about. We have the Book of Enoch. Well, I mean, the Bible talks about the sons of God, and again, if you take that theory, then you have that basis there. But again, the Book of Enoch, according to I the do Bible, have that basis the only, there. The only fall we have is of Lucifer and his fallen, uh, both in the Book of Isaiah and in the Book of Revelation, which it talks about the fall. Um, uh, but it says it, it does mention somewhere else. It does mention that basically they 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 do keep falling, and even to this day, well, there's also they are still even, falling. There's giants even after um, the flood period. So before, like, if you go to the rest of the New Testament, even Numbers, Deuteronomy, um, and then, you know, First Samuel, Second Samuel. Like, when you talk about the story of David and who he encountered with, like, Goliath. Yeah. And you have uh, another very interesting figure known as King Og of Bashan, who Moses runs into. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 3 talks about it. Numbers talks about it. He says that he slept on a bed that was 13 foot tall and six foot wide he was um definitely like a nephilim he was a big guy trying to spread his seed throughout do you think that that the do you think that the angels were able to uh do dna manipulations i mean we do that today okay so if they were able to do do dna uh uh Manipulation. Like today, they do animal-human hybrid like experiments and us as people. But imagine the angels. So, with do. that concept, do you think that when they were having their children with the daughters, that they were able basically to choose what type of child they're going to have? So it's kind of like a video <laughs> game where, like, I want my blah 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 to have to be a giant or fast see, or strong. You can see how much conspiracy and conversation could come from a simple. Like just a verse that says all flesh was corrupted. So many people derive this. But there's a cause and effect. God lay with That's what this is. It's and cause and effect. We have the effect and we have it written down what the effect was, what the outcome was, but what caused it. That's the thing. Because you can't take nothing and make something. That's not how it works. Caused what? What are you talking about? You're talking about the giants? Well, yeah. Giants, yeah. men of renown, stuff yeah, like that. We don't know what stuff that's in the Bible. abilities they had or if they specially bred them for special speed or strength or whatever. All we know is what the Bible tells us, and we're going to kind of brain it back now. Uh, go back. So we have the world completely corrupt. 
We're Gosh, if I was forward. there, I would smack you in the head. <laughs> Why? I mean, look. Let, let me let me let me just throw something out there. Um, I think that they were genetically modifying stuff because we genetically modify stuff. That's today. that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Um, angels, you know, being that. You know, they probably knew things that the humans didn't know. They did things that the humans didn't know, you know, and it was evil. And it's, I think that the angels were aware that humanity, or the fallen angels, not the mm-hmm. angels, but the fallen angels, I think they were aware, and Satan was aware that humanity ultimately will be saved again to have that redemption. I think that they kind of foresaw in a way, like they kind of like felt like, okay, well, God's not just going to let this. They wanted to make everything wicked so God just destroys it. So it would be kind of a win for Lucifer. Mm. And I think that Noah being that righteous man, it kind of threw a a, a a monkey wrench in their plan, right? Like they were intentionally just corrupting. Like I get you were alluding to the bloodline. They're intentionally corrupting the bloodline and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Noah it was like that monkey wrench. And everything. I, I, I think this ancient world is crazy. Like, you guys have said a lot of things tonight. But Do you think Atlantis was part of the pre-Alluvian world? Pre- Maybe. You know, it, there's proof that there was. There, there's, like, there's so know, there's many writings I, about I, Atlantis. I'm not. I believe, I believe that maybe there was technology back then, too, that was way more advanced than we would ever know, you know? Yeah. I think that the flood was a reset in a way. Like, it kind of brought us back down. It was I mean, a cataclysm. It was for sure a cataclysm. Yeah. No. So I I believe that, you know, that time period things got really really out of hand and it was an intent to it. Like it wasn't like the devil and the fallen happened. angels were just doing it happenstance. So you're saying it was, was an intentional plan of the devil I, I, to corrupt the world? I think they were intentionally trying to just basically they were jealous of the creation of man. That's that's a, the key I like word, you jealous. Say that because look at this. If you look at the story of Cain and Abel that we shared, when God confronts Cain and lets him know about his anger, he says that the sin waits at the is was waiting at the door, like almost like intentionally like waiting for you to slip with a, with a purpose of like trying to get you. So that's actually not you know too far out to believe it that way. And that's that's why I think all of this sin. Sin just, and the devil. Just like the birth of Christ, and we all know the story of the birth of Too Christ different. and how it was like razor there was like the margins for error were so small, even with the birth of Christ. I mean, the firstborn of every child was being killed, right? Or it was like all the children were being killed and mm. they happened to be in a manger, they weren't in a you know well, place it, and it was it would have been some time well, after. after, but still, Less than two, I, I, I that's get why it. everybody two they years were, older. They were in, but I mean, just there's so many margins, like small margins of error. It was the same thing with Noah, right? And in the Noah story, there's very, very small room for error. Noah was the only man righteous on the whole earth. Yeah, that's crazy because there was a lot of people. Yeah, there was a lot. There's probably a lot on. of good people, but, but the, nobody was they were righteous. All in wicked that. at one point. And there wasn't. That's the thing. It says every intent of their heart was towards evil. There wasn't a lot of good. There was no good people. No, I'm saying like good, like to our standard, to people's standard. Like there was probably people like, oh, I have a loaf of bread and saw a kid. Here, you can have part of my loaf of bread. According to the Bible, probably not. 
<laughs> okay, well, or in a Bible, be like, oh, look at that little kid, and then stab him. <laughs> like, hey, I have a loaf of bread. Come over here. And then when you come to get the loaf of bread, he kills you and takes yeah. everything oh you have. Oh, my gosh. That's how they were? Oh, my Lord. Dude, it's, it wasn't good. But Noah I don't found, know about that. And but... it wasn't that Noah was perfect. Noah found grace exactly. in the eyes of the Lord. That's a very important distinction. It was grace, not perfection, yep. not like whatever. It's no, Noah wasn't intentionally trying to. That's sad. You know, what happened to the rest of the line of Seth? I mean, yeah, he had other sons. That, like there was the you see the direct line of the children and children, but there was yes. other sons and daughters. It wasn't like, and they had other sons and daughters. It was, but the the line that we followed was the one that led to just Noah and his family, like his three sons and their wives, and Noah's wife were the only ones that were kept alive, other than the animals on the flood. And I mean, before I continue on, do you guys have anything else to add about what the world before the flood uh, could have been like, or anything added? Um, I mean, we could we could be there scary. all day, or we could go down all the rabbit holes. I mean, we touched upon, uh, you know, it was good, but I, I do you, <laughs> we touched upon dinosaurs. There was a lot of evil, but then again, no. Okay, well, we're about to get into Noah building his his. Boat. Yeah, it's there's a lot, and and I and I know we threw a lot out there, but at least suffice it to say, there there could be so many societies that we don't even know about even after that. The, the world's Attention, or like remember, or their their their, um, what is that? What is what memory? About memory is so short. <laughs> Man, is so short sighted. Like, there's a famous saying about the Rome, like Rome, the ones that created aqueducts in the road. Like, by the time it was like their great grandkids after like the fall, like they forgot how they did it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was literally the record. Like, they were like, how? Dude, this was crazy. How yeah, it would only be like, probably like 100 years later, and they, they would look at these fallen we structures. Are, we are one solar flare away from all of our Wi-Fi and everything getting literally and going back to, like... But if you, want, if you really want to think about it, I don't know what my great-grandfather did. Dude, I don't even know my great-great-great-grandfather's right. name about my great-grandfather. I barely even know what my grandfather did. All I know, he was like a bus driver or something. I know my grandfather. <laughs> I know my grandfather. That's all I know. Like, I barely armor. know anything about him. And yeah, that, dude. That's the thing. You know, that's the thing about that thing. Yeah, so imagine how much could have happened with oh the my gosh. event. But theoretically, theoretically, if, we, if, if Wi-Fi and the internet stays for a long time and we are on the internet, our physical bodies die, but... You stay around. You, you get what I'm saying? Like basically, yes. like this uploading yourself, in, uploading yourself into like the metal world or whatever. Remember the this. uplink. Everything or upload. we say on here will be remembered forever. Josh. Well, that's so. One of the there's a lot of like okay. So the concept of magic. They also say that back then, back in the day, that writing anything down was theoretically like uh, uh, like magic because you now that? have something Where? that lives forever. <laughs> you can't just say they said yes. back in the day. What? Who Prove me wrong because that's wrong. not – I'm not wrong. Prove uh, yourself right. I know. <laughs> For With real. <laughs> you, you, once, you, once you started writing things down – those people were uh, great people, the, the guys that were first writing things down. <laughs> yeah. Because they were creating a forever history. Anything that, even if it was wrong, anything that was written down would last forever. 
Well, some people believe that Methuselah. Bro, we have the Noah's, Bible. Noah's, this thing, the reason why we believe what we believe is because the Bible, which lasted forever, and this is this is all we have to go on. Yeah, but when Moses was putting the pen to paper or what the tablet or parchment, whatever, it wasn't. God told him to write magic. it down. No, but God told him to write it down. People didn't. Uh, not a lot of civilizations back then wrote some, things down. Some uh, some people believe that Methuselah was the first ancient historian that would have actually wrote down some of the accounts of how the Earth was created and these things that we know that would pass along, and actually gave those uh, <laughs> to Noah to put on the ark, and they they kind of took it with them into the new world. Well, he <clears throat> he obviously didn't succeed in his magic trick because uh, he didn't a preserve magic it. Trick. There's nothing. There's no writing. Isn't it is a magic trick? Magic. That I, that's that was one of the that was one of the okay. things back in the day. Look it up. Look it okay. up because I'm not I'm not wrong. I, I know I'm not wrong. Okay. All right. Writing. So is you're magic. saying writing was considered magic back then? Because yes. It lasted. Yes. And anything that lasted was considered magical. Yeah. It, it's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. No, I'm just playing. I'm not. I don't. I don't mean okay. You have I, to give I me get, an I get what you're saying. But there's like cave drawings and stuff. Is that yeah. considered magical? Can you read those cave drawings for I me? I can see yeah, that it's talking about a buffalo. Saying. That's true. Running after it with sticks. I'm not. I, I, yeah, I, I I agree. Those things are theoretically like they're, they're mystical because they, they last the forever. They're talking about more like and there is and witchcraft and mystical healing and med- this little stuff like that, cutting of roots. That's gonna pull up. Not just you know, it sounds fanciful, but that will be in the story of the Bible later. Like, it yeah. is a very real thing. And it yes. is, there are dark forces and dark there, powers. There are witches in the Bible. There are, there is demonic entities that give power of, like, foresight and things like that to people. And all that is, like, in the Bible. So, um... So, we yeah. go on. We go on, you're, right? I'm not saying... It, back in that time, you're probably, like, there are different things that they did that were considered mystical and magical. And, and even, like, writing and ancient schools and thoughts. I know what you're trying to say. Like, even in ancient Egyptian mythology, like, the passing down of knowledge or secret knowledges and writings... Yes. Uh, ...were in the same school in line with, you know, magical practices and lessons. But um, the world was wicked, but Noah found grace. Nathan, will you continue on? Let's, let's get on to... Uh, Noah and the Ark. So we have a no, world f- that's completely corrupted. Feel free to look into that later. Feel free to look into that. Yeah, later. we'll touch back on that. I'll, maybe next next episode. Concept, if I, it's it's, I'll not come necess- back to it. it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Let me just touch on it a little bit right now. Or it's if somebody out there knows what he's talking about, email us. It's not necessarily the actual. Uh, of like, email us anybody any could write spells. Anybody could write anything down, but it's how you write it and how you do it. That was that was the magical part because. Even so on the news, all this is like you're talking about grimoires and like magical books. I'm talking about yeah, okay. complete complete deception and stuff like that. But Whew. okay, all right. No, <clears throat> I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done talking. Get back to the Bible. All right. Yeah. All right. The ark prepared, and God said to Noah, "The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth." Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. And this is how you shall make it. 
The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark, and you shall finish it to a cubit from above, and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. And behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth hmm. to destroy from under heaven all flesh, and which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds after their kind, of animals after their kind, and of every creeping thing of the earth after its kind. Two of every kind will come to you and keep them alive. And you shall take for yourself of all food that is eaten, and you shall gather it to yourself, and it shall be food for you and for them. Thus Noah did, according to all that God commanded him, so he did. Mm. And that's the beginning of the story of Noah and the ark. God, sorry in his heart that he had made man, seized the wickedness and corruption in all sorts of forms and fashions. Every intent was towards evil. But he saw Noah, he had grace, and he gives. He has this plan to save them. And what does he do? Gives them a project. <laughs> he, gives them a pro- he gives them a project. A project, might I say, that is going to take him quite a bit of time. At least 45 minutes. <laughs> Very specific instructions. God comes to Noah and gives him uh, how to build this structure. Now, how long the, did it take him? 100 years? They say that it could have taken him about 120 years. 120 years. Yeah. It, it could be... Because it could be from the point of... When you read the verse back, it says, My spirit will not dwell with men, uh, and their time will only be 120 years. Some people take that to mean that from that point onward was the time it took for the flood to come and for God to wipe away clean and to save Noah, essentially. Now, it's important to note that the ark that he gives him to build, he's not just going to save Noah and his family. We know he's he's saving the animals, uh, and and we're going to see exactly specific two and two. They go into the ark, uh, but it will also be two pairs of unclean animals and two pairs of, or seven pairs of clean animals. Um... And we have to also look at the fact that this boat was not meant to be a sailing vessel or something that transports things from one place to another. It was merely meant to to float. Now, who's ready to get into specifics of dimensions and the trans- <laughs> like the difference of what a cubit used to be to what a foot is today and the, how much that's debated? Y'all excited? Enthusiastic. I'm enthusiastic. I'm so glad that you guys are. As we mentioned earlier, <laughs> we're going from angels, giants, and and uh, dinosaurs. Now, now we're into... talking about the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have they, uh, Josh briefly touched on it earlier. A cubic uh, biblical was pretty much equivalent, and it could be debated some bigger, but it would be at least this amount of 18 inches. It was roughly translated from the elbow to the tip of the middle finger. Uh, but obviously some people are bigger and longer than others, so it's kind of a difficult measurement to keep as like one full swoop. But um, in today's measurements, it's widely agreed that it would have been roughly uh, 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, 
and about 45 feet high. So that's roughly the size of a foot and of one full football field and another half a football field long, about three stories tall. So that's pretty darn big. And that's it wasn't the met wasn't the cubit like from the tip of this to your we, elbow. We just said yeah, the, <laughs> the, uh, the the tip of your middle finger to the elbow like. But the tip of your middle finger to your elbow was very different from the tip of my middle finger let's to see my here. elbow. Yeah, it was a hole straight up three inches longer. Because <laughs> yeah, you know you're freakishly tall. Yeah, I'm pretty big, and I am a normal human size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, when it. When we're reading it, it talks about it, it's cubits, so it says 300 cubits. A cubit is basically. Uh, um, oh my god! Can we not say it's from the elbow to the tip of the finger? From the I've elbow to so the tip times. of the middle finger, because that's what it was. That's how they used to measure. They didn't have measuring it, tapes or anything. They would use different sizes. They would too. use their arm length, but that's why it was always so uh, such a discrepancy because it could have been a small man or it could have been a big man. So it had to be anywhere between what twelve to twenty-two inches long, or something like that. Or if they were big giants, if they were big, then it could have been even larger. So imagine what if? Wait a minute, are you saying that giants what have if, longer arms than us? Yes. So if if Noah was actually larger than a, an, an average human, so what if he was bigger? So let's just say ten, maybe thirteen feet tall. So cubits could be a lot larger. So for us, it's anywhere between 18 to 22 inches. But, but for be... Noah, it could have been maybe a foot or two feet long for his arm. And that 300 like cubits could be, could be basically 600 feet. True. Um, we know it will be at least 18 inches long. So that's where I get my, my conservative measurements from. There is actually like a replica of the Ark built in, where is it, Kentucky? Unless it was right, children, we all, we if children built up, the ark it's somewhere, it's it's somewhere, and it's they did an exact. If Noah used children to build the ark, then uh, the the cubits would be a lot smaller. Exactly, um, but one thing is interesting to note. You know, uh, Hebrews eleven talks about we've we've mentioned this before for others in the book, but uh, by faith Noah divinely being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared the ark for the saving of his household, by which he com. Uh, condemned the world and became the heir of righteousness, which is according to faith. Uh, Noah getting this instruction from God pretty much proved why he was found found grace in God's eye. Like it kind of, God knew that he was somebody that he could rely on. That if he told him something that has never happened before, it has no way of showing. It hasn't rained yet. He moved in faith and 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 trust in God and began this probably what was a. a a crazy task because some people kind of theorize that in the time up until the time of Noah, the world had not experienced rain yet due to some verses talking about how in those days that a mist would come up from the ground and water all the earth that it's very likely. And also how we see later with the flood coming down, the way the waters came down that there had never even been rain and he would have not known what that would have been like. But he trusted in God's word and his 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 warning, and took it by faith and did. And God gave him specific instructions, you know, pitch inside and outside, and how you shall make it, and gave him the dimensions, and and gave him time, and 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 just it's really awesome to see that in this world, like Nathan was saying, where it was there was an intentional evil force, an adversary pushing, and everybody was kind of living selfishly. Somebody else knowing that God was real 
was faithful to that God. And that's why God used him and his family to preserve humanity and to continue on. We all come from that line of Noah. You know what I mean? Technically, if well, that's that's our ancestor. You know, everybody that came after that would have come from that line. And that's it's awesome to see that. And he built it out of gopher wood. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Nobody, nobody knows what that is. Go for the wood. wood. (laughs) Some people believe, other translations say it was cypress wood. What if they called it gopher wood because gophers would bring him the wood? I wouldn't put it past them. Oh my gosh. Aren't gophers like super tiny? Yeah, but back then they could have been huge. Yo, back then they could have been big gophers and bring him entire logs. Tiny. Or, but people also lived really long, so maybe the world was encapsulated under a big cloud or vapor of water, and it would have created this more clean atmosphere where everything lived at a much vibrant life, and it would have been bigger gophers, longer lifespans for humans, and that's it, why it after... wasn't, gophers weren't bringing them the wood. Can we stop? <laughs> but <laughs> come on. Listen, I'm trying to justify the weird. I was a maybe joke. instead of him going to cut it down, he used wood that gophers already built their dam with. Okay, which is easier. It would be easier because no, he doesn't have to thing. cut it down. You're really you're confusing gophers with beavers. One, I know you are. You're <laughs> like am. really making like, gophers oh have like gosh. nothing to do with chopping down trees. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, you're right. But I mean, what I wanted to say is that Noah built the ark. <laughs> yeah, you know built the No, here's the thing about Noah. What made him a righteous man? God gave him a task. The task took a hundred years. All he had to he was telling people, Hey, it's gonna rain. And people were like, What's rain? We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die of a flood. If we don't like do but the water's over there. It doesn't move from there. <laughs> no, well, you're such a goofball. Yeah. Nothing um, can kill us. I'm a giant. Even so if the according water, to I can Google, wade in the lake. Yeah. According to Google, what type of wood was gopher wood? It's uh, called teak. Teak is thought to best represent gopher. Yeah, I uh, looked term this up used last in the Bible. I, wood. It's not really conclusive. No, yeah, I know. A lot of different examples. Either way it goes. 22, thus Noah did according to all that God commanded him. So the did he do is, it by himself? Did he build it by himself? I'm sure his sons helped him out. I mean, well, yeah. So his sons. uh, There's another concept that the the, that the watchers probably uh, might have helped him. I know, I know. I mean, the the movie Noah with Russell Crowe. We're uh, not referencing the movie Noah with Russell Crowe. First off, Russell Crowe is my favorite actor. I understand, but that movie was just—it was comically like rock monsters helped Noah build the flood and fought off people, and then well, when God there is there is a there there was some listen there was something to that. There's a reason why they did that is because when the Watchers came to Earth, God it was like more fantastical. God put them. God cursed them to be part of the earth. So that's why people think that they're in the Euphrates and stuff like that. They're no, inside they were, the earth. Were, but that con- the concept of them being rock monsters in that movie is because God basically put the earth on them. Bas- like So they were rocks. But maybe... The the fact that uh, they used that in the movie is because they were probably trying to find grace in God's eyes by helping. And because before they came, they caused destruction. But now in the book of Enoch, so in the book of Enoch, the fallen are coming to Enoch and asking Enoch, hey, go to God and ask him to give us grace. Like we want to go back to heaven. We want to be accepted in God's eyes again. 
but God basically tells Enoch, no, yeah, you know what? They're cursed. So Enoch goes back to them and tells them a curse, but it, it was an interesting concept because that's what they did in, in the movie Noah with Russell Crowe is we, we're, that we're they still talking about the, the movie yes, Noah? because that yeah, he's, they he's went off to... of, they went off of the, uh, the idea that the watchers were trying to find grace in God's eyes. So to find grace in God's eyes, they were trying to help Noah, AKA being the last, the being the, the seed that God was trying to preserve. So they were trying to help Noah build this to be able to find grace in the in, in in his eyes. And in the end of the movie, Noah, God says, "Yeah, you can come back to heaven." And he, and he takes all them. It but that's so that's not real. False. I know. Not I know. It's, right. it's it's false. It's not even like a little bit. Maybe it could be that the Watchers helped them build it. It's not at all. Were you like in the room when they wrote the script or something? <laughs> like, why do you care? I don't care. I didn't Josh. even like that movie. That movie was so bad as a movie. No, too. it wasn't. Like, no, was, like, it wasn't bad movie. as a movie. Noah played like in the movie. Noah's like. God wants all humanity. It's better than the Exodus movie. To help the animals live, but we're all going to die too. It's better than the Exodus movie that God was like a child. Honestly, that was probably better than Noah. Oh my gosh! Both movies were pretty bad, especially biblical. uh, Let's let's get back to this. Let's get back to the story of Noah and how he fit all the animals in the boat. Nathan, you have a very interesting. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear. I want people to. So first off, it wasn't a boat. Time, it was an last art. Last time I was ridiculed for saying. This all right, and we're I not going kind to of be angry. We're not going to ridicule you. Last time we tried our, our first draft of this episode. No, no, I want to hear it again. We we have. I want to hear it again. I, I described the dimensions Josh of the ark for a reason. Again. There's a lot of animals. <laughs> we don't know exactly the number of animals that could have been on the ark. We know that. Um, based on the size, you could have probably fit like roughly 120,000 sheep, but we don't know exactly. That's something I googled. They yeah, I know. About. I saw that yeah. before. That it's it's uh, we don't know. Like but how the, did what about the food? The know? food. What about and, the every where did they? Poop? They, they were all vegetarian, so they didn't Wait, really. The, the matter. animals never went to the bathroom that whole time. Like what was that? There was one, one window at the top. They were all vegetarian. <laughs> Not they they were not they were not Nathan, carnivores at that time. What do you think? How do you think all the animals fit? <coughs> Even in that big arc, granted, we don't have a boat as big to be able to fit every animal and creeping thing and bird. I mean, it's kind of a weird because like this is what I believe. God gave Noah a task to build the ark, but let me ask you this: God, being that He created the heavens and the earth, did he have to have Noah use an ark to save all the animals? Well, Enoch was taken like, up into heaven. See? That's where I'm getting at. And that's where my belief is. It's like, God didn't make the ark. Noah didn't... Like, God gave Noah that ark as a test of his faith. Build this ark for me. As we read in here. 400 and something years. And he's sitting there and he's building it every day. Because God wanted to see, is this truly a righteous man in this very corrupt world? At the conclusion of that, all of a sudden, all these animals just appear and they start going into the... That's like a miraculous thing. And they all just happen to fit in an ark. And then I look at the ark like I look at the story and I correlate correlate it with the story of when Jesus fed the 5,000 with the fish and the loaves of bread. Mm Mm-hmm. That fish and loaves of bread should definitely not have been enough for those 5,000 pe- 5, people. 5,000 people with just some fish and some loaves of bread fed everybody, and they were full. This ark, I mean, you could say, I mean, you guys were making fun of me saying, was it a 
multi-dimensional. I just feel like there are no rules of physics when it comes to God. When he's making a miracle, right? When he's doing something. Like when the the guy got swallowed by the whale, you know. Yeah. Noah? I mean, not Jonah? Noah. Jonah? Jonah. When Jonah gets swallowed, by, I didn't want to say Jonah. I was like, is it Jonah? But I know it was Jonah. Yeah, Jonah oh my Lord. gets swallowed by the whale. And he lived in the whale's belly. For three days. Obviously, three you that one is not possible. But because God was trying to teach Jonah something... He made the impossible possible. Mm. All these animals fitting in an ark, living there for how many days was it raining? And then how many days were they on the water? And, you know, hundreds of days. Yeah. So they were just on an ark and the animals needed food that whole time. And they needed to go to the bathroom that whole time. And, you know, Noah and his family needed food and shelter and stuff like that. They were supposed to bring every kind of food to eat. Yeah. And and everybody's different. And, they, you know, how are you feeding insects? And, like, where are you... (laughs) Are you feeding the grass? You know, where are you getting all this from? Because I believe that inside that ark, a miracle was happening on a daily basis. It, it was like, pretend, imagine if you will, like Noah was just basically going down a hallway that never ended. But when he finished feeding everybody, he turns around. He's like, oh, wow, I was, the hallway is shorter than I thought. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was like the... It was like a miracle was happening inside that shit. That's why they all those animals fit there. That's why there was enough food there. That's why these measurements that they described, they were I'm sure they were there for a reason. And I'm not a theology huh. major, right? But at the same time, that's what I personally believe. I believe that God was making miracles happen daily inside that ark because God promised them, I will, you know, save you from destruction and I'm going to save these animals from destruction. And he keeps his promises. So that's my personal belief that that arc, there was no like time and, you know, there wasn't, uh, may I, you know, this is going to be even crazier. I kind of believe that even like Noah and his family, it might have felt like it was just, you know, a week went by whenever it actually was maybe hundreds and hundreds of weeks. You know Absolutely what I mean? Absolutely not. I'm just saying, like, I think time and space and all that, it didn't matter at that time because God was you know protecting noah and when god protects you the laws of physics no longer apply the laws of nature the laws of our conceptual way of thinking of things it doesn't matter anymore you yeah know, when jesus when belief. jesus was dying for our sins uh yeah he god took away his pain he didn't feel it no what no no, what? we have to go through the process. Whoa, whoa, Wait. whoa. Go back there. <laughs> I didn't say anything that you... No, I'm say, I was saying, no, that. listen, why, why, I'm, why I'm shutting down your why? amazing theory? Okay, first of all, let me just, before you shut him down, if you want yeah, to... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't say anything close to Jesus not... No, I was just saying, actually, I, was, I was saying that in a way, it's like, I was sarcastically saying happened. that... Jesus... I'm saying that, I'm saying that it was a miracle in the boat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it was well, a I'm trying to say happening. that that's yeah, cheating, the, and God's not going to do. God's not going to cheat in that sort of way. What are God you talking about? God kept the sun still over the earth for three days. He parted the waters for the Israelites. There's plenty he, of times when God broke the. He laws instantly of transported the disciples when they were on the Sea of Galilee to the other side. Like there's many many instances when God just defied the law. No, he did The Bible is filled with the miraculous works of God intervening for his people against the laws of nature. And I, I could see what they just like, just the act of getting all the animals onto the ark would have been a miracle in its own right. You know what I mean? 
it's it, you're right in a lot of ways. I, we don't know the semantics of the everyday life of how the animals fit, how they are fed. As much as I enjoy the theory of a multiverse, I didn't say multiverse though. That's the thing. Like you guys keep, you guys are adding words to me. I didn't, and you did you guys. I didn't. Well, last week you did. So right. if if they're going in, they're going in there and what what like they enter a different. It's like a portal. No, it's not about a portal. portal? I don't. I don't know what it was. I don't know how God made it work. Like a time machine. I'm not speaking for God. I'm just saying it was a miracle. That's all I'm saying. It was a miraculous. It is a miracle that they even survived. So how? Like if if you don't if you're trying to say you say there was this fish a multiverse. Every time they were tearing off a piece of fish, where they just grabbing one from a different dimension. I mean, it was a miracle. When Jesus turned the water into wine, how did that, you know, that's what I'm saying. These were miracles that performing God performed miracles in the Old Testament as well. And I think it was just a miracle with how all the animals. Oh, I get it. I get it. I just think that that when God wants to create, wants to do something, we as people, we have the free will. And that's yeah, how that's, what that's it, how he that's, does that's things. That we have to choose to go through of, it. Because yeah, you were right. Came from. You're that's right. What, he could have done like how Enoch did and just grabbed them and take Taking them up and then just oh well now the flood's over and bringing back down. No, but it was what Nathan said is, is is an act to show that Noah did all according to God commanded that he was faithful and he acted in faith to be able to, you know, show that he was righteous through faith essentially because he believed in God. That's why he was counted righteous enough to be the one that was saved. It was like proving exactly God why he chose him. To save all of humanity through, yeah, and 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 it could it, it had to have been miraculous. That's all we're Nathan's saying. It had to have been something that is is not supernatural because there's no way to physically conceptualize okay. every animal. Now you could think that there was fewer species of animals back then. You know, there's fewer strains of plants and all that. But no matter what, it would have been a it would have been a ridiculous fit, man. Like. The ark well, is huge. I'll he, give it that. It's I a would big say arc. that he took the basics of each animal's DNA, theoretically. Is that what you're going with? Yeah, that instead of taking all these different types of species of birds and stuff like that, that he took uh, um, this one bird that from that bird you get a bunch of different types of species when you intermingle them. So he knew that after the flood, when they would, when they would reproduce, that those animals that came out again would, would, uh, it would happen. Josh, they took of every living thing, male and female, that were actual animals so that they could reproduce with their own kind. And then he, we see this even later, whenever he's on the waters and to see if it's receded enough for land, he lets like a raven go and he lets... A dove go, and he lets you know they were alive, full grown animals. No, but that's that's another thing. With Joshua, is another theory that it took. That's the, that's my point is right. Other people say, well, they were the babies of those animals. You know, like well, the, yeah. It, that, there's a lot of there's a who lot. Who knows? Theories. There's so many different that, that, theories. All I'm saying go. is, whatever theory it was, it was still miraculous. And it was still a miracle. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry. That ark was a miracle. It did defy. Up until that point, nobody has seen flood. Nobody yeah. is. Nobody would have thought that that big old house boat would float. Like they were like, uh, I'm sure Noah sometimes was like, "This is a heavy hey, thing, man." Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna float above he the just, water. He just, and then, I'm sure one time one of his sons is like, "Well, yeah, like this rock does. It throws it in the lake and it just sinks." <laughs> He's like, 
Well, no, well, the the the, the boat will <laughs> the, the ark will float in the water. But the, they've the seen they've seen like, wood dude, float. This gopher wood sinking to the bottom too. Like you know what I mean? Like it was a lot of faith there, and it was a lot of God just showing He was a mighty God. Whichever theory you believe in, like whichever way you take it, and yeah, I do believe that man had to feel the you know endure and test and feel all the whatever. I, I get what you're trying to say with that weird Jesus thing. But um, okay. but <laughs> I I actually I get what you were go- where you were sprinkles going. Sprinkles it in and leaves. I get where away. you were going that they had to go through it. Like, they had to go through like a that, process. They, they had to go through a process, but they did go through the process, right? The process was to look, build man. It. All the millions of people are super evil. I'm the only one to like say, yeah, I'll build it. God, like I'll listen to you know. There was a they did go through the process, and they were still going through the process. I'm sure even in the ark. I mean. It's a test of faith, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it hasn't stopped raining yet. Uh, we have food, but I mean, it hasn't stopped raining yet. When do we eat these animals? Like, at what point do we start, you know, just munching on some of the, I mean, that's a delicious looking cow we have right there. You know, and yeah. they didn't, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm getting at. It was all like, God, it was like man taking a step towards God, God taking 10 steps towards man. It was like the very first one of the first examples of that to me mm. you know in a wicked world would you say that that's what you believe is the greater no meaning? i'm not that's not my greater meaning <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that's not my greater meaning because uh that's that's kind of where we're gonna pick back up next time uh, yeah with the actual flood coming down and entering into the ark we're gonna kind of finish it up today um noah did according to all that god commanded i mean noah pleased god by being faithful and and having faith into what God spoke to him, he did. That's that's all God looks for. I mean, that's if I if I were to take a greater meaning from the first, you know, this chapter six talking about the wickedness of man, the judgment of God, talking about ark being prepared. It's that all God's looking for is faithfulness and obedience. And if you're willing to do that, it doesn't matter if the entire world. Is evil. It doesn't matter if everything is going against you. Even if it's something that doesn't make sense. If you remain faithful to God, God will remain faithful to you. And anything that you do. And anything that you go through. If you hold on to him, even if his judgment comes down, Noah found grace. And we talked about what grace means. It's that undeserved gift. It's it's not just not getting what we don't what we deserve, but it's being given something we don't deserve. And that's that's a beautiful thought to see that even though we, with sin, from the point where Adam and Eve sinned, all man deserved, according to God and his righteousness, was the penalty of that sin, which is death and destruction. Yeah. But he's enacting his plan. He's got his people. And we'll see that after this, he continues his plan and to bring in about that Savior through the line of his people, through the seed of Noah, so that we can all not just have to rely on physical salvation from a flood or from an adversary or an enemy but he'll give us everlasting salvation of eternal life um that's what i believe the greater meaning is what i see when i look at this first part of the book of noah or the story of noah and with the we got into it with you know the the giants and the angels sleeping with women and 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 and, and the book of enoch and some of this other stuff but at the end of the day when i look at the bible and i want you guys that are listening to open up the Bible for yourselves and read it for yourselves to find your greater meaning. Josh, 
<laughs> so uh, mine, so in this time, we see that God regretted creating humans. Don't be the human that God regrets. Ooh. Do whatever you can to be like Noah and to stand out. Obey when God tells you to do something. Do it because He there is a greater picture involved. You won't always know it. You won't always see it. But God knows when there's a flood coming into your life. So do whatever you can to keep looking up, even when there's a bunch of evil and a bunch of temptations in front of you. That's my greater meaning. I like that. I like the don't be a human that God regrets making. Hey, we didn't even touch on that really because the fact that even God regretted making humans, good Lord, mm. that was that was deep. He just... It hurt him. It it hurt him. He 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 regretted the whole action. He's like, I'm gonna get rid of all of this and then keep basically restart. He restarted. Nathan, um, greater meaning to me and what this passage speaks to me. Uh, what we read today, um, I'm kind of thinking back, and I'm gonna kind of uh, relay some of the stuff I even said in the episode that we uh, recorded before. The wickedness of man and the nature of man, how, how man's nature is and how my nature is a lot of times, right? Um, if you have fallen and you know that you have sinned or you've done some wrong in your life or you've, you've messed up before God, you see in what we read today, these guys, they've messed up and then they double down and they continue to mess up and they just continue to live in sin and we don't live in a time period where you have to just accept the fact that you're a wicked person anymore. I mean, you don't you don't have to be wicked. Like, for instance, if I'm not eating chocolate anymore and then I accidentally slip up and eat chocolate, by my nature, I'll start eating a lot of chocolate, the whole bag of chocolate. But today, because of Jesus Christ, you don't have to be that person that just lives in sin your whole life. You do have redemption. You do have somebody that that's why he died for your sins is because of the nature of man, because nature man can't help themselves, but just double down in sin because we we there's it's never enough for us. So when I read this passage that they were so far from God that God had to essentially wipe out the earth, you're going to see in the next episode that God's going to promise that he's never going to do that again. And then at the spoiler. time, yeah, well, spoiler, <laughs> that he's never going to wipe out the earth again with a flood. You know why? Because the plan for Christ was already in motion. And today you don't have to live your life and then just lead your life to destruction you have christ who's there who's ready to pick you up just stop you know think for a second and just allow yourself to be picked up by christ to stop living in sin and accept the redemption that god gives you freely it's given to you freely mm-hmm. and it's given to you but you have to receive it mm-hmm. it's a very important part of salvation put down the chocolate pick up the apple 
Yeah, put down that chocolate. Pick up not not that not the apple. Maybe the banana. <laughs> no. You know, but put down the chocolate. Actually, pick banana, up banana is uh, is man made, so we don't. That that's not a good one. Receive the salvation that Jesus Christ has for you, and that's the greater meaning to me when I read this. Is that you know you don't I don't have to just keep doubling down in my sin and beating myself up. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's deep. That's a good one. That's right, and I I want to. Something kind of came to mind when he said that. I'll just add this. I'm not going to divulge from this long, whatever. But whenever you go and you're faithful to God and you do what he asks you, you know, God has that plan to save you. He will miraculously help it come to fruition. Like he will, you do your part and God will show you his wonders and how he will continue. Like when he calls the children of Israel, tells Moses to, to come out the promised land. He said, the staff of wonders. My, well, not the staff of wonders, but yeah, he will show him. He will show him how he fights for you. He'll show you how he fights for you. You make that one step, like Nathan said, and that ten steps he makes you. Even if he has to defy the laws of nature, even if he has to do something that doesn't make sense, stop the sun in the sky, save you, and put you in a, in, in a, in a multi-dimensional boat. Multi. Uh, they should. That's a new Marvel movie right there. No one. No one. The arc. Multiply the breads and the loaves. I can see Doctor to... Strange being the no. Like I could already see. God him. will do that for you, and that's why that's the type of God that we serve. Oh my gosh! Is Thanos Noah? No. no what? Dude. What? How? How did you get yeah. Noah from Thanos? No, it's not. Thanos had to save the universe. It's not even like a good like <laughs> like even off off one. Bro, your your brain just makes these The thing is after the flood, there's going to be something called a whole new world. Nathan, no. A whole new A new fantastic world. point of view. <laughs> new fantastic hmm. point of view. Oh, no God. one to tell us no, no or where to go. Or say we're only dreaming a whole new world. A dazzling right, place I never knew. Thanks for listening. When I'm way up here. This is Josh saying goodbye. Here. This is Andrew and now saying I'm goodbye. in a whole new world with you. And goodbye, everybody. If you guys like what you hear and you guys want to support us, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, give us that five-star review, tell your friends about us. Uh, look out for some social media coming up here pretty soon. Oh, yeah. We're going to start uh, posting up and giving you guys some some special goodies on there. And again, if you have any questions or if you want, let us know what the greater meaning to you is. When you pick up the story and you read it in the Bible in Genesis chapter 6 or previous episodes, email us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, podcast at gmail.com. Josh will throw the notes down below. and, and, and you know, So he'll throw the link down in the notes below. But Thank you. We're excited to meet with you guys next time when we go through the rest of the story of Noah and the flood. And...